Yo, thanks again for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle, but you should know that by now. Um, man, I really don't know where to start. Uh, <laughs> 2016, the year of surprises. Uh, I guess we could start there. Um, yeah, many surprises. Uh, let's see. The Cleveland Cavaliers came back from a 3-1 deficit to defeat the uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Chicago Cubs came back from a 3-1 deficit to defeat the Cleveland Indians. And um, we have a new president-elect. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I guess I probably should start with, um, first and foremost, I'm going to be honest, especially people who know me personally know that I generally don't talk politics. I don't talk politics and I don't talk religion. I mean, outside of, you know, my friends and family. Um, the reason being is that, I mean, there's really no, there's no winner or there's no loser, if you will. And everybody has their own opinion and we're all entitled to our own opinions. And I'm about to give you mine. So, and you know the old saying, opinions like butthole. Everybody got one, right? So, um, I never really get into it. In fact, I, I thought about making this a blog post on my blog, but you know, I probably in these seven, eight years I've had my blog, I've probably done three or four uh, political posts um, and they've always seemed to be after the elections at least from what I can remember or right around the time of the election I'm not really like I said between friends oh yeah family oh yeah I'll talk politics but uh, not really something I talk generally with people um, obviously as you know the uh, it's all over uh, 2016 we have we and what I mean by we uh, the United States has elected uh, the 45th president of the United States, uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Um, I am uh, disappointed. Uh, I think uh, I think it goes without saying. I a lot of people share in the same disappointment that I have. Uh, lost a lot of faith in people in this country and and I say that with a caveat because to some degree I didn't have a lot, a lot of faith in a lot of people in this country um but surprisingly here we are uh this started out I want to say maybe 20 months ago um on a campaign that most of us thought was a joke uh, and now here we are sitting, uh, come January, 2017, we will have a new president. Um, and it is Donald Trump. Uh, I, I, I think, like I said, I'm, when I woke up <laughs> and it really started, um, election night, uh, I just kept saying to myself, Hmm, this is interesting. This is interesting. And I did not watch a lot of the election coverage. In fact, I watched very little of it. Uh, as the night wore on, um, probably right before I went to bed, that's when I watched a little bit more of it. And I, I was up till about 1230 and it, it, it had not been decided, but in my mind, uh, Trump was going to win. Um, so I woke up next morning and I mean, it felt weird and it felt bad and I felt like kind of numb like oh like it's almost like 
your championship team, your team gets to the championship or the Super Bowl and, and you lose. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was I was really kind of in a funk. Um, and I usually don't let things get to me like that, uh, but it did. Um, and I'll be honest, like I'm like I said, I'm not really. I mean, I mean, I'm very much into you know the the political scene, but I as far as talking politics, because I think, and one thing I think that this election, uh, this path to the White House uh, for both candidates, both uh, Trump and uh, Hillary Clinton. Um, you know, it, it exposed a lot. It exposed a lot about the candidates. It exposed a lot about the people who, quote unquote, support the candidates. Um, and people have their own theories and they look at the numbers and this is why Trump won and this is why Hillary lost. Uh, I would say that I can just only take you back to my experience uh, some eight years ago. Um, I cast my ballot for Barack Obama and I think what was interesting about voting for Obama was, especially once he won, um, we had been, as kids, I was always told, like, you know, you could be anything you want to be. And that was always said. And, and in the back of your mind, you thought, yeah, right, I could be the president of the United States. Yeah, right. Uh, and then that dream, you know, for a black kid such as myself became a reality in 2008. Um, and so I could tell my children, um, you could be anything you want. Um, fast forward eight years later, uh, I will say this much um, for a guy such as Donald Trump, who has whose campaign was uh, along his campaign. He managed to alienate just about everybody from immigrants to women to minorities to black people to uh people in his own party <laughs> i mean there's not one person that he did not offend uh, he talked about grabbing pussy and just i mean the most offensive and racist campaign that you could have run ever and 60 million people said you know what we riding with this guy we're riding with him. He's going to make America great again. Really? Okay. Um, if you say so. <laughs> uh, I'll say this much. Eight years later, I can't tell my kids, yeah, you can go do exactly what Donald Trump did. Because keep in mind, if Barack, if then-Senator Barack Obama... <laughs> had said what Trump said about women, had said what Trump said about minorities, had said what Trump said about people in his party and whomever else he offended, there's no way in hell he would have even won the Democratic nomination, let alone the White House. But here we are. Um, so I am disappointed. Uh, I will say for my peace and sanity, I spent... After the election, I spent very little time on social media. I mean, I vented to my friends. I vented to my family. Um, but I haven't been on. I hadn't said much on Facebook. Hadn't said much on Twitter. Nothing on Instagram. Um, and I figured it, it probably would take me a couple of days to kind of get out of it. Because I was, you know, really in disbelief. And I'll be honest. I could poke holes 
in just about every candidate that came forth from the Democratic and the Republican Party, you know, as far as people who are running for office. Um, because, you know, they're politicians. They want to tell us, they're going to tell us what we want to hear, or at least they should appear to. Um, and I never, just honestly, I mean, I never put all of my trust into politicians, even the one that I voted for, even for Barack Obama. I mean, eight years ago, I didn't know what Barack Obama could do, you know, but I voted for him based on what I thought he might be able to do. And I voted for Hillary Clinton based on what I thought she might be able to do. Uh, I would have cast my ballot for Bernie Sanders based on what I thought he could do or Joe Biden had he run. If Joe and personally speaking, I think if Joe Biden had run, uh, we wouldn't be sitting where we are today. Obviously, he did not. And we know why he didn't run. So it is what it is. Um, but no, I can't tell my sons. Yeah, you can do exactly what Donald Trump said and still become president. That's not going to happen. We're not afforded that opportunity or those liberties. Oh, yeah, I don't think anybody's that crazy. But then again, look where we are. Um, I just think that when you break it down and you just look at the numbers, there's a huge segment of the population who rock and rode for Obama four years ago. Eight years ago, they said, you know what? We're going to ride with Trump. He's going to make America great again. He's going to bring jobs back. He's going to evoke change. He's going to build a wall. <laughs> and he's going to keep black people from getting shot. And he's going to do all of this stuff. Uh, and that's pretty much what his campaign was about. Or at least what I could decipher, I guess, if, you know, if you think he had a plan. Um... But here we are. That's what we as a country voted for. Now, I will say this much. Um, and I said this four years ago. Uh, I think and I asked people who did not vote for Obama to, you know, hey, you had your chance. You showed up at the polls. If your guy didn't win, tough. It is what it is. You got to, you know, you, you don't have a choice. And so I will take heed to my own advice. I showed up at the poll, voted. The person that I voted for didn't win. I got to ride with this choice. Am I happy about it? No, I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy at all. I don't like it. I can't stand it. But, you know, what am I supposed to do? Cry over spilled milk? No. I mean, I personally feel as Americans, we dropped the ball. And I mean, like, we really dropped the ball in this one. But... This is where we are. What am I going to do? What are we going to do? Protest? You know, and I'm hearing talk about Trump wants to unify the country. He don't want to unify the country. <laughs> There's nothing that he said in any speech, in anything that he said up until this point was about unity. So if you got to the White House in your campaign not talking about unity, what makes you think once you get in the White House, you're going to unify people? Everything has been about division. And given the fact that his administration will nominate a couple of Supreme Court Supreme Court justice nominees, um, we as a country are in trouble. But hey, what can you do? 
You can either cry about spilled milk or you can pick it up. You can cry about the ball being on the ground or you can pick it up and run. Um, personally, I've done enough, you know, feeling sorry or down or whatever. I vented. This is a part of my venting. After that, we pick up the ball and run. That's what you do. That's what you do. I, I sat down and had a long talk with my sons and I just explained to them how the world works. And there's, you know, 60 million people that aren't that, you know, they, they let you know how they feel about you. And while that may not necessarily feel good to know that people feel a certain way about you, you know what? I would rather know than not, not know. Because see, now I know where you stand. I, I have no problem with a man who lets me know where he stands. As opposed to the one that makes me think everything's cool and it's really not. Case in point, social media. Uh, I've seen a lot of people talk about, you know, the friends and the people they had to, you know, delete from their pages on Facebook or they had to unfollow on Twitter or whatever like that. And here's my take on social media. Um, Because I came up in an era... uh, you know, first and foremost, I didn't grow up with the internet like most people. Um, so I could take it or leave it. You know, like I've <laughs> managed to function without and have fun without, you know, needing the internet to have fun per se. Um, but I'll say this, like Facebook, for for example, like there's two people that I went to high school with that I had to delete. They didn't say anything to me. They didn't, you know, wasn't anything, any banter back and forth. I just deleted him. One guy was, you know, a couple months ago, uh, he was going on, think, talking about the Confederate flag, you know, was a symbol of his heritage. Well, it, it's a symbol of hate to me. So I got rid of him real quick. And another guy was, you know, he had a rant about, you know, Trump making America great. Didn't want to see that. So I deleted him too. No harm, no foul. no. I mean, it's okay. It's all, and I'm pretty sure throughout the process, even though I don't talk about political stuff, I, I may have been, I mean, it's Facebook. I don't care. I may have been deleted or whatever like that. But here's the thing I'll say about social media. For the most part, I invited you to come to me social media wise. So if you're my Facebook friend, I invited you here. <laughs> I invited you. I either invited you or asked to be here. So one of the two, there was an invitation. Either either I extended the invitation to you or you extended the invitation to me. Um, so we don't have to be in this space. I don't have to read your tweets if I don't follow you. So, you know, it's almost like a party. I don't have to. Why should I worry about the people who aren't having a good time at the party or who upset with the party? If when I can control who comes to the party or not. So I don't get to, I've been fortunate enough to where I don't have to delete people from Facebook. Um, I will if I have to, but you know, hey man, <laughs> it's a free country. Uh, we're probably more, and they should probably call it Facebook associates, not Facebook friends. Cause at the end of the day, we're really not friends. <laughs> but I said that to say this, I think sometimes you can, if you let that stuff get to you, and, and I think one of the good things I think that's come just personally for me, 
uh, through this uh, election was not spending a lot of time on social media. Because so there's a lot of stuff. I, I mean, I did not watch the news. Uh, I mean, it's you know, it's a couple of days past since the election, and I have not watched one piece of news coverage about it. Um, because I didn't want to see it. I don't want to. You know, I, I already, I'd already felt bad about it. Um, and disappointed, but you know, it's time to move on and I choose to move on and I will move on. I'm not going to be happy about moving on, but Hey, it is what it is. Again, the ball is on the ground. You can either sit there and watch the other team, pick it up, or you can pick it up yourself and go. I choose the latter. Um, but I think what we'll have to do is we we have to figure this out. You know, I mean, (laughs) I was telling my sons, like, I I remember my parents, their grandparents, telling me about, you know, how things were in the Jim Crow South in the 60s and and how segregated the country was. And I was thinking to myself, like, yo, I couldn't I couldn't imagine living in a world like that. Like, that's crazy. But, you know, and, and thinking like, you know, you would never see a world like that. And in a lot of ways, it's a lot worse. You know, in some ways, I mean, oh, you can pretty much go about, you know, the way that you want. But with everything that goes on in this country from racial profiling, police brutality, uh, you know, the economy, I mean, it's it's not in a good place. Um, but to be honest, as disappointed as I am in the American people, there's no other place in the world where I'd rather live than right here. Um. So here we are, man. Donald Trump is your president. And I say yours because he's not mine. I mean, (laughs) I'll be honest. I didn't like George Bush. I really didn't like George Bush. But I would have voted for George Bush 10 times before I voted for Donald Trump. I would have had George Bush come and kick it with me at my crib. We sit back and, and watch the game and drink you know, some drinks and eat some wings or something. I would have hung out with George Bush long before I would have hung out with Donald Trump. But, you know, same for Mitt Romney. You know, I, I would have I would have voted for Mitt Romney long before. I, and, and that's the thing that's really interesting is that, you know, you had a lot of people in the Republican Party that you know said they weren't going to vote for him. But, hey, man, men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. They flipped. And, you know, contrary to what CNN may tell you, these people who flipped, they were there (laughs) four years ago. They were there eight years ago. They just went in a different direction. But here's where we are. And that says a lot. You know, and uh, now while I won't begrudge, well, I will, but not too much. (laughs) Somebody who voted for Trump, you, you just let me know where you stood. And to be honest, I don't care if you voted for the Green Party or the, or the Blue Party or the Purple Party or, or a Democrat. I think a vote for Trump is a step backwards for someone who's as uh, misogynistic, narcissistic, uh, racist as he is. But that's your guy. Again, I would have taken Bush. I would have taken Romney. I would have taken Ross Perot. I would have taken <laughs> John McCain. Anybody you could name, I would have taken But here's where we are. The American people have spoken. So, as I mentioned earlier, I got to ride this thing out. Just like I said 
you know, to people four years ago who didn't vote for Barack Obama. You got to ride it out. You had your shot. You had your election day. It didn't go your way. Hey, man, suck it up and move. And that's what we have to do. Got to suck it up and move. And I'm tired of sucking it up and moving, but this is where we are. This is where I am. So that's where we are. I mean, that is literally where we are. And when you look back on the campaign and everything that's happened and, you know, the things were that were said and the things that were done. I mean, it's amazing when you think about it. The guy who criticized President Obama and said that he was not even a U.S. born citizen. Is the 45th president of the United States. And. Uh, people across the globe are laughing. I mean, like, they're literally, like, laughing their asses off. And to be honest, if you stepped away from it, you probably would, too. Like, I mean, how does this happen? You know? And, you know, Hillary Clinton, she she has some blame. I mean, she, she made some mistakes along the way. She had to have. I mean, personally, I don't understand how you don't, you know campaign in the state of Wisconsin didn't set foot in the state of Wisconsin after she won the Democratic nomination how does that happen I don't know maybe she thought she had it in the bank I have a huge problem with the people who did not show up to vote huge problem you have no voice to complain now that's your that's your right to not vote but you have no voice and I don't want to hear you complain because inevitably you will complain not saying you had to vote for Hillary not saying you had to vote for Trump not saying you had to vote for whomever vote but again that's your constitutional right I think it's dumb that you didn't if you didn't but again that's on you you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution if you didn't vote, you're probably part of the problem. And guess what? You'll probably be one of the first ones to complain. But hey, that's where we are. That is where we are. So I have, you know, I, I'm I'm I've said what I'm gonna say. Again, I'm not I'm not somebody who get and, and don't fill up my comment section talking about this or that, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna respond. <laughs> don't even waste your time. Uh, don't waste your time telling me why you think Trump should have been, you know, president or whatever. You, you, you had your vote. This is just me talking to the people. This is my press conference. You know, if you want to listen and you'll listen all the way through. If you don't, you know, keep it moving. So that's where we are, man. 45th president, the leader of the free world is a reality TV star. Thanks, America. That's going to do it for me. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five Gs.